0: Good morning, America. (laughs) Hi, everyone. My name is Mayan, Mayan Obat, with the Sociology Undergraduate Program over at the University of Richmond. Today, I'm going to be talking about the uniform policy and the American education system and its effect on the socioeconomic gap there. All right, put yourself in the shoes of a single parent with two middle school or high school students living off minimum wage to, with important bills such as the phone internet health insurance water electricity etc it's likely that you're living on a very very tight budget right now imagine your ch- your children's schools enforce a new uniform policy and you find yourself having to pull from your emergency fund or having to work extra long hours on the weekends to compensate for the extra money that you're going to spend on these children's uniforms. Crazy, right? This is just one of the issues that the uniform policy has created for lower-income families in America. While dress code policies were put in place to unify and eliminate that divide in those different income-earning families in public schools, it just doesn't bridge the social or socioeconomic gap Due to a variety of reasons including an increase of expenses still allowing for a presence of discrimination and the increase of absenteeism many families that are lower income cannot afford the toll which the extra cost of uniforms will have on their average finances and fiscal responsibilities most times families that are lower income will clothe their children in hand-me-downs that come from older relatives or charitable donations from locations such as Goodwill. This way, the expenses on clothing will be less of a burden on families with lower incomes, in mind that the average cost of uniforms per year is about $250. And that's pretty expensive to me. Most times, families can afford one, maybe two uniforms, uniform sets per year, depending on the amount of children that need to be supported, right? Discrimination may still be prevalent and evident in school settings despite the efforts to unify the students with dress codes. Students are able to varyingly resist this, this dress code and other aspects of clothing such as accessories, outerwear, and shoewear. Students are able to come to school with more name-brand book bags, Expensive jewelry that's noticeable, like on their fingers, expensive or costly jackets or outerwear, and athletic footwear, which is often highly coveted amongst young students. This also creates a social stress in the fact that students have to look for other clues, such as those in the example stated above, in order to determine who they will hang out or socialize with. This creates a divide in social groups by socioeconomic status in the school setting as students tend to fall into groups based on their social and socioeconomic status. Finally, uniform policies are more likely to increase absenteeism in students. Remember when I said that it's likely for low-income families to only be able to afford one or maybe two uniforms? So when low-income families can't afford the clothes, when mishaps occur, it's unlikely that the one school outfit that they own will be cleaned in time for school the next day. And without a backup, parents are forced to decide between sending their child to school in ripped or dirty clothing or not to school at all. Most times, because of the sociological theory of the looking glass self, they choose the latter. The looking glass self is the idea that people are able to analyze themselves based on how other people see them. In other words, we imagine how other people see us and judge us and carry that image as a visualization of ourselves. Thus, because students fear appearing poor and being judged by higher class, neater students, they avoid that embarrassment and decide not to go to school instead. Isn't it crazy how much the consciousness of appearance is prevalent in school communities? Overall, it's clear that for a variety of reasons, the dress code policy has a poor effect on diminishing the socioeconomic disparities in public school students. Worded perfectly in David Crockett's sociological perspectives on imposed dress codes, it rather institutionalizes the status disparities which they claim to eliminate. Lower-income families are often the ones impacted and feel targeted by these policies. And ultimately, it creates a greater difficulty in bridging that socioeconomic gap. I hope you all were able to get a better understanding of the impact of dress code on the socioeconomic gap in the education system. And I hope you guys tune in for our next topic series. See you soon.